Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Today, I just want to give you a big hug because I appreciate you so much for continuing to show up for yourself, continuing to want to improve your body and your life. You are doing amazing. And I wouldn't just say that. I see how hard you're working, girl, and it does not go unnoticed. So if no one has told you that you're beautiful or that they appreciate your hard work lately, I'm here to tell you that you're freaking awesome. And it's not enough for me to just believe it. You got to start believing it too which is why I wanted to share this message with you today because I think it's something that we as women struggle with so freaking much. And even though I've done so much work over the years to overcome body image issues and truly become confident in my own skin, sometimes I need this reminder too because as much as we try to avoid it, there's this reinforced idea in society that we need to look a certain way or act a certain way or behave a certain way in order for us to be deemed beautiful. And I truly believe that beauty comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, ethnicities, races, religions, all different things. And I think it's beautiful for us as women to stand up and stand together in that idea. But there are certainly the days, no matter where you come from, no matter how confident you are overall, that you just feel like poop about your body. Am I right? Give me an amen if you agree with that. So I just wanted to share a reminder with you today, something I remind myself when I'm having kind of a bad body image day, or I just don't feel my best, or I just feel tired or sluggish or bloated or fatigued or whatever's going on. And this is what I remind myself. First of all, we are so much smaller than the rest of the world. And you can very practically put that into perspective when you go outside and you're in nature. But a lot of times when we are wrapped up in our body image issues or we're trying to micromanage or overanalyze every single piece of food we put in our bodies, we're inside doing that. We're at our desk at work or we're at home in our apartment or our house. And we're just constantly playing the loop of, oh my God, I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh my God, I feel so bloated. Oh my God, I hate how I look. Why can't I be as fit as Susan on Instagram? And when we do that, we lose lose sight of our place in the world. We lose sight of the fact that we are just tiny little humans living in this flesh suit, having a human experience, and that the world is so freaking big. You are one of billions of people on this planet. And the crazy thing is, is that life is about giving, yet when we're so wrapped up in how we look and how we feel and focus on ourselves, we have no energy to give to other people. And life is about exploring, about getting out there and doing things you love that light your soul on fire, yet we don't allow ourselves to explore or experience joy because we're running on treadmills trying to make up for what we ate over the weekend. Just as a side note, I was watching Brene Brown's documentary on vulnerability on Netflix, which if you haven't watched, I love her to death. She talks about guilt, shame, vulnerability, having tough conversations, courage, all of this stuff. And she just, her work is amazing. So read her books, watch her Netflix special. But there were two things that really resonated with me from that Netflix special. And it is one, don't waste time only seeking extraordinary moments. Find joy in the ordinary moments. Because I think 
think we're always waiting for this big life situation to happen or this big epiphany or we're going to wait until our bodies are a certain shape or size to be happy when really it's just about learning to be happy in the ordinary moments, the everyday moments. And she uses the example of when someone's mom passes away, for example. Sure, they remember the big trips and the vacations and the memories together, but the things that we miss the most are the little things like, oh, I miss my mom sending me 5,000 emojis <laughs> and text messages every day. Don't be so busy chasing the extraordinary that you forget to enjoy the ordinary. That's number one. And number two is that we don't allow ourselves to experience joy and a great sense of satisfaction, peace, and happiness in our lives because we're always just expecting a negative thing to happen. We're like, okay, I'm not going to allow myself to experience joy because what if it gets ripped out from under me? What if this shitty thing happens? So we numb down our level of joy that we allow ourselves to experience because we think that if something bad happens, oh, we're not that happy anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I've just at this level of happiness where I'm not that happy. I'm not that sad. I'm just kind of neutral. And you guys know I'm obsessed with the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. He talks all about this, how we all have an upper limit to the amount of happiness that we allow ourselves to receive. I think I did a podcast episode about it, so I'll try to find it. If I did, it'll be linked in the show notes on my website for sure. But going back to how that relates to body image, we don't allow ourselves to be happy in the body we have because we have these self-imposed or these self-created ideas that unless we look a certain way, we don't deserve to be happy. If we don't look like a fitness supermodel superstar with six-pack abs and a thigh gap, then who are we to be happy in our bodies, right? And that idea is reinforced by media and social media and magazines and the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and all these different unrealistic ideas of what our bodies should look like. And when we're so wrapped up in how our body looks, we don't have time to explore or experience joy because we are just always worrying about ourselves and how much we ate and what we ate and should I have eaten this or I should feel guilty about this or I should spend time doing cardio to make up for what I ate. So I want to put this into perspective using an analogy that I always tell my clients. I'm not sure if I've shared it on the podcast, but if I did, then you get to hear it again because it's super important. But I use the analogy that you're a flashlight. Flashlights can only illuminate one thing at a time. So think of a flashlight. You're in a dark room and there's a flashlight. When you're worried about your body, how your body looks, and you're micromanaging every bite of food that you eat and feeling guilty and anxious and stressed about your food and your body, the flashlight is illuminating you. It's illuminating your fears, your anxieties, and it's magnifying them. So it seems like that's reality. That's the only thing that exists. So instead, I want you to think about how can you turn your flashlight away from you, away from your own stresses, anxieties, fears, concerns, guilt, etc. And how can you focus on someone or something else? I talked in a podcast about two ways to automatically overcome body image issues, which you can go back and listen to that. But one of the things is to turn your attention away from yourself by serving other people. How can you do something nice for someone? Maybe you have a friend who's struggling with something. Can you text them or can you call them for a coffee date and say, hey, I'd love to chat with you about this. Or maybe you just pay for coffee for someone behind you in line at Starbucks. How can you be that light in someone else's life? That's one of my biggest mantras, be the light. How can I be so radiant that when I walk into a room, I light up the room based off of my positive energy? How can you give back to someone who might need your help, whether it's in your immediate circle or it's for a complete stranger? Because when we shift our focus away from ourselves, that's when we can truly start helping other people. And what can you do to remind yourself that we're only on this earth for a finite amount of time? And that time should not 
be spent wasted worrying about how we're gonna look in a bathing suit our beach party that's coming up or the fact that our tank top doesn't fit our arms the way it used to when you look at the grander scheme of life these things are so insignificant and they don't freaking matter project into the future many 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 years from now and imagine yourself at your funeral do you think anybody is going to say oh my gosh she had the greatest arms i've ever seen or oh my gosh she really could have stood to lose 10 pounds No, nobody's going to be fixating on your body. Everybody is going to remember how you made them feel, not how you looked. So knowing that and finding peace and comfort in that, how can you make an impact on somebody's life today? How can you shift the focus and turn the flashlight away from yourself and illuminating your own thoughts and insecurities and shine that light on helping someone else, being the light for somebody else in their life? And a few ways that you can just do this on a very practical level if you're having one of those bad body image days is to get outside. When we're anxious and we're just sitting in our office or sitting in our apartment or home, our anxiety is confined to those four walls. But when you step outside in nature, automatically there are no boundaries. So go for a walk. Don't listen to a podcast. Just get out there. Get your feet on the ground. Even if it's a 10 minute walk, just get outside, get in nature. And that usually helps to put things into perspective of how small you really are compared to the rest of the world and how these ideas and fears and things we build up in our minds that are such a big deal, like how we look, really are small and insignificant in the grander scheme of life. Something I also like to do is get out of my head and into my body. So I do that by movement, whether that's a workout and not working out because you feel like you need to make up for something. This is simply working out because you love your body, you respect your body, and you want it to feel good. Another thing I like to do is create a really yummy, healthy, nourishing meal that's like a little love note to my body that's like, I love you. I want to treat you well. I'm going to feed you really good food so that you feel energized and nourished on a very deep cellular level. And then if you're really, really struggling, talk to somebody about it. One of my favorite things that I've heard recently is setting a venting timer. So I don't know about you, but when I used to have a problem or a struggle, I would tell every single one of my friends because I wanted everybody's opinion about it. I'm like, okay, this is happening to me. This is happening to me. This is happening to me. And then you try to get opinions from 50 different people. But I heard something recently that you set a timer for five minutes on your phone, or it can just be a simple phone call conversation with a friend or somebody you can confide in. And you just tell them what's going on. You let it rip. You don't judge yourself. No filter. You just explain everything that's going on. But then once that's over, you move on from it. You don't relive that story over and over again by telling 50 different people. You tell somebody once, hopefully you get some good feedback, and then you move on. But there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody. In fact, I greatly encourage that because that is one of the most courageous things you can do. Brene Brown, one of her main things she says is shame and guilt cannot exist when they are spoken aloud. So if you're feeling guilty or shameful about your body or what you ate, simply by voicing that to somebody else alleviates some of that guilt and stress and anxiety that you're feeling. So get outside in nature, move your body, treat your body well with nourishing foods, tell somebody that you're struggling and do things you enjoy, do things that are going to make you feel good. What are some of the things that you absolutely love to do and how can you incorporate more of that in your own life? There's this concept that I've talked about on my podcast called primary foods, where it's the things that we turn to that bring us joy that aren't actually food at all. Things that fill us up on a very deep soul level. So whether you like to dance or color or read or meditate or walk dogs, I don't know, whatever you like to do when we shift our focus towards the things we enjoy it alleviates all of that stress and anxiety concerning food in our bodies it allows us to again shine that flashlight on things that we love which automatically takes the focus off of food in our body so if you're having a bad body image day girl i feel you we've all been there there is not one human on this planet that does not have insecurities so i want you to know that you are not alone i am here giving you the biggest virtual hug hopefully one day in person i can give you a big hug too let you know how beautiful and special you are, but I really want you to start believing that yourself. And I really hope
hope you can take your flashlight, shine it on the world, be the light that you want to see in the world because there is no one like you on this earth. You are the only one with your unique set of gifts and talents that can show up in the way that you can show up. And by constantly stressing about your body and food, you are doing the world a disservice by shrinking down, hiding away from the things that matter most to you. So whatever you need to do to move past it, moving your body, eating well, talking to somebody, you got to do that so you can continue to show up in a powerful way and make the biggest impact possible in this world. That is my hope for you. And if you need help with that, if you just need to chat with somebody, head to juliebuer.com slash coach. You can set up a free coaching call, chat with me, and I hopefully can help you put things into perspective and understand that you are not alone in your struggles, first of all, but also how can we take tangible steps to move past that so you can start showing up in the most powerful way. And that's what so, so many girls in my eight-week mentorship have been doing. And I'm so freaking proud to stand by these women, to watch them peel back the onion layers and become even more of themselves because my goal is not to change them into this totally new person. My goal is to give women the tools to unpeel those layers, to come back to who they truly are at their core and who they are when they're being their highest self. What is the highest version of yourself that is possible for you to imagine? And how can we shed back all the limiting beliefs, all the bad habits that are keeping you stuck so that you can reveal who you're truly meant to be and who you truly already are at your core? So that's my purpose with my work. And I feel damn blessed to be able to do that for a living. So if you're interested in the eight-week mentorship, go to juliebuer.com slash coach. You can apply for a call. We can chat. And I hope you found this podcast helpful because that is my intention with this podcast is just to shine a little light in your life and take some of the attention away from me and being like, oh my God, Julie, why did you eat pizza last night? (laughs) And just focus on helping you the very best way I know how by sharing my gifts, by sharing my love, by giving you a big old virtual podcast hug. I love you so much. I hope you have the best rest of your week ever. And here's a hug for you. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.